Welcome back, everybody, to All Met Sports Talk here with Coach Sherm. Hope everybody enjoyed that first weekend of of uh, the NCAA madness, and madness it was. So, as always, there's all those great upsets early on, and we'll see, you know, if, if the big dogs can get to the final. I'm, I'm not sure. Seeing these little guys, as they always do, try to find a way to win. So, really excited about my guest today, another local DMV legend. Hope everyone enjoyed the show with Mike Sweetney, Coach Mike Sweetney now. Last week, I got a ton of feedback, calls and texts and everything saying how much I enjoyed that. Mike's such a great guy. He's an open book and, um, you know, just a, a great life that he's living and giving back in so many ways. Remember to follow us on social media, Facebook and, and Instagram. Just search All Met Sports Talk. Twitter, you can search at All Met Talk and email us, allmetsportstalk at gmail.com. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to my guy, Preston Suggs, as always, at King P. Suggs on Instagram for the music. So thank you so much, sir. All right. Have a very special guest with me. As I said, local DMV legend, Mr. Tracy Jackson. How are you, sir? Great, Sherman. Great. Thanks for having me, buddy. Thank you. I really appreciate you coming on. We're going to go through the through your career here. And I found just some some great stats here that just blew my mind. So uh, and I, and I have some questions to ask you too, because I, I don't know if this is folklore or what, but when you were growing up, so you're, you're a paint branch high school kid right there in Montgomery County, yes. uh, 1977 graduate. There you go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, All right. six, six shooting guard. And, and so here, so here's some, some stuff I've found and I got to ask you about some of this stuff. So, okay. <laughs> uh, your senior year, your Washington post player of the year, you were right. a two time first team, all met. Uh, you were third team parade all American and all American in high school at a at a uh, a public school at that, which is yeah. great. And, and we we know the stories of the Demathas and the the St. Sure. Johns and uh, right. who you also played your senior year. So your senior year stats: thirty points per game, sixteen rebounds per game, six steals per game, and five assists per game. Wow, I must have been tired doing all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did you uh did you come out at all? <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> That's incredible. So I wanted to ask you. So I found this this article. So was was dunking not allowed, and then they reinstated it your senior year? You know, we uh, the dunk the dunk rule was uh, established my senior year, Sherman, and uh, it was great uh, for me, but not so much for my teammates because I don't think any other other. <laughs> Other other uh, teammates could dunk, maybe with the exception of one or two. You got to remember, uh, Paint Branch at the time out in Burtonsville, Maryland, a small school out in the boonies. Mm-hmm. And uh, my teammates and I, I mean, we had known each other since we were like in grade school, some of us. So we kind of all came up together out in Montgomery County. And uh, as I said, uh, you know, I played center at Paint Branch. So, uh, you know, wow. at 6'5", I was able to dunk. I think we had like maybe one or two other guys on the team that could possibly dunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun, too. That's that's the beauty about playing. And actually, so Mike talked about that last week. You know, he went to Oxon Hill. Sure, and, sure. Uh, you know, the DeMathis and everybody were calling McNamara and everybody else. But sure. his dad had talked to him about you know, the beauty of kind of, you know, paving his own path. And, and he said the silver lining in that was he got to go to high school with the kids he grew up with going to elementary and middle school with. Yes. Yes. You know, I followed uh, uh, Mike also uh, awesome player. And it's good to see uh, kids that did stay in the public school. I mean, uh, I wasn't as recruited as some of the uh, public school kids now to go to the the Mathis or what have you, but I was very fortunate Sherman, to have a, a high school coach that coached at the math. His name is Hank Galata. Mm. Um, and he was able to uh, instill in me a lot of the fundamentals and uh, disciplines that he taught over at the math, uh, mm. Kenny Carr, Adrian Dantley, what have you. Yeah. So I was very fortunate being in a public school, but having a coach that knew all about the, uh, you know, the inner city and the uh, Catholic league and what have you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you're a, uh, a parade all American, as I said, and I noticed it there. So, uh, and I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but that year at Eastern, uh, there was a first team all American. James, is it Radtiff? Rat- yes, Radtiff. Yeah, Radtiff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Radtiff. Uh, uh, you know, we all played in the uh, McDonald's uh, Capital Classic and what have you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you got to remember, growing up in Montgomery County back in the '70s. 
Uh, we had some we had some decent players and teams. Uh, one, our rival was Springbrook High School. Mm-hmm. We had guys from Blair High School also that really made a big name for themselves. But I think the uh, the ambitious kids like myself always wanted to play against the best mm-hmm. players. And the best players, quite frankly, were the inner high players, uh, the Catholic uh, schools, uh, St. John's, the math and what have you. So I, I always I grew up watching those guys and going down to Coldfield House and watch the inner city uh, championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were I mean, I was just a basketball junkie back then. So I was yeah. always into who these players were, although I never played against James Ratcliffe until later on. We never obviously they were at Eastern. I never played against them, but I knew of, of him. Right. right. Uh, and I always followed those players that were doing real well. And I wanted to sort of model my game after some of those players. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and Tracy, you played again. So you did get a chance to play against Dematha, St. John's sure. and and yeah. Mackin. Where, where what school was Mackin? Mackin, uh, of course, um, uh, of course, uh, Austin Carr, uh, one of the Notre oh, Dame. Greats, yeah. I would say he's a Notre Mackin. Dame guy. Of course, you got Johnny Dawkins and, and, it, go, and it goes down from there. But Mackin, uh, the beauty of uh, our schedule, Sherman, is as a public school, we were able to play those schools mm-hmm. uh, and 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 really compete. I think we lost the math by a few points. Uh, they had Hawkeye Whitney back then mm. uh, and uh, Sidney Lowe and, and those oh, wow. guys. But for a public school, a B-League public school at that, to compete mm-hmm. and, and, and really represent, it was a victory for us because oh, once yeah. we went back to our league play, I mean, we we had played against the best. Uh, I do remember playing Mackin because I was teasing a buddy of mine the other day uh, that I dropped about forty-seven on them. I was going to say, yeah, in those yeah. three games, <laughs> those three games, you had one hundred and four points and forty-four rebounds. Yes, yeah, so I, you know, so so the big thing out there was uh, who's this kid out at Pate Branch High School? I mean, you know, yeah. it's a public school and it's our B League, and he's and he's doing this, and so. Uh, I laugh a lot because when I was being recruited by uh, Bobby Knight, uh, we were all excited for him to come to practice one Saturday morning. And he couldn't find the gym. <laughs> I mean, that's how lost we were. Uh, but, you know, my mother always told me, Sherman, the cream always rises to the top. Absolutely. And even though we didn't have the ESPNs and the exposure that the kids have now, uh, they found their way out to Burtonsville. <laughs> yeah, so how, so what, how, how was the recruiting process? Because, it's interesting when you say, so Bobby Knight's coming from Indiana, obviously uh, Digger Phelps, uh, w- he was your coach at Notre Dame. Correct. Uh-huh. Um, so, so Digger's coming from, from uh, Notre Dame. So how, like, how, how do they find out about you? You know, well, you're, you're well, not I, playing... I got, I got to tell you, you know, I, I got my, I received my first letter from Notre Dame when I was a sophomore at Payne mm-hmm. Branch. And uh, I just remember uh, exci- being so excited about it because it, ga- it came in a green envelope. And I was like, oh. I asked uh, Coach Galat, I said, uh, you know, what, what's this about? What, what is that? And, and he really, I can't emphasize enough. Uh, I mean, that was, that was a, a wonderful time for me because it really put me on the right path. I always wanted to obviously go to college and play major college basketball. Uh, Indiana at the time, I think back in 75, they were like the only undefeated team. They mm-hmm. won the championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Gonzaga, by the way, now is undefeated. They are, yeah, way. yeah, and they may they may match that record. But my my thing was, I wanted to play major college ball as a basketball junkie, watch basketball all the time, just studied it. And uh, my basketball coach Galata was my uh, English teacher, so after class, we would just sit down uh, and go over uh, the mail that came in for me, mm. as far as the recruitment aspect of it. And he was very uh, helpful in helping me to decide on a college. Uh, that I would enjoy going to and that I could participate and use my skills. Yeah. Wow. And and then, so here's the folklore I need to ask you about, because I heard uh, that there were coaches showing up at Sunday service at your church <laughs> and uh, perhaps joining your church <laughs> to try to lure you to their school. Is this true? Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> You did your homework, Sherman. I got to tell you, there was a coach at Maryland by the name of Lefty Drizel, and uh-huh. you and I would see each other at church. And it was it was a running joke. Like he was seriously, we were praying together, you know, and how yeah. he was recruiting me. And, and I yes, I would see him, and I was being recruited by Maryland, no question about that. I'm a Terrapin fan at heart, and my uh-huh. brother went to Maryland. Uh, it just wasn't the right match for me. But uh, recruiting was fun. I mean, who doesn't like to be, uh, you know, catered to? 
yeah. uh, and what have you. Uh, although as I became a senior uh, and in my senior year, uh, because I heard from so many schools, you know, I really had to get serious about, uh, you know, where I wanted to attend school and get a good education. Because, sure. yeah. uh, you know, we all know that that means a lot. And I, that was instilled in me by my parents. Uh, when I was a senior in high school, I lost my father mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the year. So it was a it was a really transitional point. He had a, certainly some input in me going to Notre Dame. He would he uh, he uh, liked that choice. Uh, and so uh, it was uh, ups and downs uh, all the way, but uh, it was overall a great experience because I had the guidance of coaches like Hank a lot to, to share with me uh, where my next step would be. Yeah, it's, it's so important, uh, um, Tracy, with these high school coaches. And, and, you know, one thing that I love about coaching high school as well is, is seeing the kids be recruited and, and try yeah. to help them. Uh, yeah. One thing I tell all of my kids is you need to go somewhere that if basketball ends tomorrow you still want to be there for four years absolutely absolutely and I I have to put a plug in to the University of Notre Dame it was more than just a basketball experience you know even even now uh, I was just out there last February uh, one of my teammates Kelly Trapuca was being honored and it it, it was a it was a great experience on and off the court uh, you got to remember a kid uh, from Burtonsville uh, graduated in 77 was playing in the final four. I was going to uh, ask know, you about that. Yeah. Duke, uh, the very next year. And, uh, you know, and, you know, that was just an amazing platform. Uh, although I will say this, uh, as a high school player at Paint Branch, and you know how the gyms pack when they have great games. And it's yeah. always, I mean, it gives you chills. We would actually have our, we would have a pack gyms at Paint Branch. And I think that that is a credit to the coaches, the players. I think earlier we spoke, Sherman, about going through the public schools with your friends that you mm-hmm. grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I played with guys who I had known since the fifth and sixth grade. So, you know, obviously we knew each other's games. We were friends on and off the court. Just a great experience to go through a public school. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not knocking the uh, Catholic or the uh, sure, sure. The other schools. but uh, and, and nowadays kids are being recruited like crazy. But. I was just so fortunate to have stayed at one school and, yeah. and excelled there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, I, I coach in private school, but but I still, there's nothing like going to a public school basketball game on a Friday night, yes. whether it's PG County, Montgomery County, Howard right. County, uh, you know, there's a, there's a running, well, we still joke about it now, but it, it's, it, you know, it, it remains true today as I'm sure it did you know, in the seventies, eighties and nineties and, and okay. so forth and so on. If you're not there and actually coach B uh, coach Rusty Brown, he just retired. He coached 20 years in Prince George's County, uh-huh. most recently with Oxon Hill. Okay. Um, and, and he said, you know, same thing, like, Hey, if you're not there for the JV game, yeah, you're not getting in the varsity game. He that, said the JV game would sell out. And this is still true today. That, that JV is, game sells out just so you have a seat for the varsity game. Well, you, you know, I, I love that. I mean, it gives me chills because when I do go back and, and watch the games, the high school games, it just really brings not only brings back a lot of memories, but really that's where it all started for me. The excitement of it and just, uh, you know, the uh, the folks out there who are cheering you on. And it's a community thing. I remember yeah, going to exactly. school with. Yeah. Uh, with with kids who did not play on the uh, on the team, but their parents were very much involved in the basketball team and yeah. wanted to see us as a community and a and high school excel. So, yeah, that that is an experience that I wish everyone could experience. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's and awesome. the great thing about it, you don't have to be a good team. Like there, <laughs> there could be two you know teams that are below five hundred, but because right. that's the the school across the tracks, you know. Right. We're going to bring all of our fans and they're going to bring all of their fans and we're going to sell this thing out and just go at it for. <laughs> and, you know, it, and the great thing about it is it's such a learning experience because there are the highs and lows mm-hmm. and, and, and you're growing, you know, and I know how exciting it is for you to coach. You know, you're seeing maybe kids that you coached in ninth grade uh, grow two or three inches now as seniors and you're, yeah. and you're looking at how their games develop. And it's certainly a proud thing for the coaches, but, it's just an experience in life that um, that that you look back on and you, you see how much you grew in those three or four years. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so you choose Notre Dame, as we said, Digger Phelps is your coach there. You play in the, in the final four. Um, but there's a game I wanted to ask you about. It was the Maryland snow game your freshman year. So lefty brings that you guys get hit with a blizzard there. 
And, yes, yes. And, and I heard that they had to clear the runway for Maryland to land. <laughs> it was a crazy, sure, it was a crazy week because uh, it was a Saturday game. I could not sleep, as you can imagine, playing sure. Maryland and, and having them come in. I'll never forget when they uh, when they came over to what we call the arena, ACC, I remember uh, Coach Drizel getting off the bus and the team just looking around because school had closed for three days. It was that bad. Mm. And they looked around like, where are we? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there were kids that were skiing to the game. Oh, my gosh. But for me, I was just so pumped. It was a national two game. If you remember Al McGuire uh, back then, uh, he was calling the game and uh, I just I just couldn't sit still. So when 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 Coach uh, Digger Phelps gave me my shot, I just went in and I was really just floating on air. And uh, I remember one play. Uh, Albert King was playing, mm-hmm. obviously Ernie Graham and those guys. And I, I cut to the basket, and uh, uh, my teammate Bruce Flowers gave me a pass. And I just rose above and dunked on. Uh, I think it was Larry Gibson. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I just went up with two hands and threw it down. And I think at that time it was generated. You know, they talk about the sixth man being the crowd. And at yeah. Notre Dame, we had such a great crowd at the games. Even during that snow game, it was sold out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I was happy to come home that summer, believe it or not. I, could, I had the bragging rights. Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> now, was Lefty still at your church when you came home? Yeah, <laughs> Lefty, Lefty was. I mean, I have all the respect for Lefty because, yeah. believe me, when I was being recruited, I was at the Maryland games and, I got a chance to meet the John Lucas and you oh, know wow. Howard and those guys. Uh, yeah, and, and by the way, if it would have been a good mat, I, a match, I would have been a terrapin. At the time, I, I do believe uh, they had a lot of six foot five guys like myself, including mm. Albert King or Ernie right. Graham and what have you. And I just didn't see me fitting in at that particular time. Very, that's uh, very important. Maryland. I mean, that's that's huge. Like even now, you know, yeah. you have to check a roster and see. You know, because sure. I have a couple kids being recruited, and I, I say that to them too. You right. know, is there three guys on that roster who are your position, your height, and bring sure. the same thing you do? Or, sure. you know, you sure. know, can you go somewhere where you are the guy or there's only one guy on the roster? So well, that's got, important. It, it's very important. And when I was uh, – when I came into Notre Dame as a freshman, we had five freshmen, incoming freshmen that came in. Wow. And, uh, you know, we just – vibe for his playing time. Now, one of the things I really enjoyed about playing for Digger Phelps is he would throw you in as a freshman. I, I remember uh, the Marquette. Marquette had just won a national championship. Yep. We had him at home. And he says, Tracy, get in there. And I was in there with Butch Lee and mm. uh, Jerome Whitehead, these guys that I just watched win the national championship <laughs> under Al McGuire. So I was like, really? Uh, so I, I really have a lot of uh, respect for Digger Phelps for playing his freshmen who were ready. I, many times we weren't ready, but he mm-hmm. threw us in and we, he, we tested the water and it helped me to develop um, at Notre Dame uh, mm-hmm. as far as playing minutes, as you mentioned. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what was the experience like playing in the final four? Final four was awesome. You know, people who play in the final four and, and just take it for granted. I feel sorry for him because you never know when you're going to get back. You know, you're looking at what's going on right now in the tournament and, and yeah. there are upsets and things happen. But I got to tell you, first of all, you know, you're going from playing maybe uh, 23, 24 games in high school and then you're in college and the season just kept going on. And to be quite honest with you, I was so exhausted from basketball. I was like, you know, if we lose this game and I'm going home yeah. and, take a, and taking a break, but we just kept winning and we kept going. And finally we got there and we uh, went up against Duke, um, which was, you know, there was just a great team, but the experience itself was great. My family was able to uh, come to the game. Uh, uh, you know, the exposure was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, Anybody has never been to a Final Four or an NCAA tournament game, I suggest they go there because it is March Madness. Yeah. Um, and as a player, it's double that. So the experience was fantastic. It was great. Wow. That's great, Tracy. I, I love hearing that. It, yeah. It's funny, like even watching on TV, my wife and I, my, my wife is a college basketball player oh, great. Uh, okay. at uh, Bowie State, and she was an All-American, okay. and they were really? – Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They had tremendous wow. teams. She's Uh-oh. on two teams that are in the Hall of Fame there. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, they had gotten up very know. high. I think number two in the country in D two. So, oh, really? Um, what high school? Did, what high school did she go to? Like, she's a Montgomery what? County kid, Albert Einstein. She went to Einstein. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, 
and my nephew actually goes to uh, Northwood now. They reopened Northwood. Sure. So he's we a played senior. Northwood. We used to play Northwood yep. back in the day. Yep. Yeah. And then they closed yep. and now they're, they're they reopened. reopened again. Yep. Okay. So he, I think, I think it was either the year before he started or hmm. his freshman years when they reopened. So uh, uh-huh. he put, he's played basketball there all four years now. I, you know, again, they're not having a season this year, but so his yeah. first three years he was, you know, playing. So it's so, it's so good to hear uh, uh, about Montgomery County because I really, you know, we were overlooked for so long. We, we've had some great players, male mm-hmm. and females come out of Montgomery County. And uh, I mean, it's, it, you know, when I was playing there, uh, the exposure, like I said, with Paint Branch, it was a fairly new school. Uh, you know, we, we sort of put them on the map and uh, uh, we, we always had some fantastic players out in the county, but we didn't quite get the exposure as the inner high and the Catholic League players. So it was mm-hmm. great to get a little recognition, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I definitely agree with that. And, uh, you know, I talked to Mike. Now, he's a PG County kid, but about In the Water, the Kevin Durant documentary, okay. and that, that largely focused, obviously, on PG County and just how, yeah. how many NBA guys have come from PG County. But we always right. say, like, that could really be a series. You know, that was just a, yeah. you know, hour and 50 minute doc. But yeah. when you look at DC, you look at Montgomery County, mm-hmm. uh, you look at, you know, those players that come, have come from Howard County, Northern Virginia, but right. this area, right. you know, the DMV is, and then not even talking about Baltimore and sure. the, right. the legendary right. Dunbar teams and how many NBA right. guys have come from there. So um, right. it's incredible to, to just think about how much talent, you know, sure. uh, football too, sure. but really basketball in this area, Sure, you know, that sure. there is. And as you brought up, you know, these Montgomery County, you know, M- Montgomery County players are the same. Mike was talking about um, the Capitol Classic and how the McDonald's right. All-Americans come into play that, you know, the DC or the DMV uh, uh, um, All-Stars and they won that game, you know, and, right, right, and you right. played in that game. What was that experience right. like when you were in high school? Well, you, we were, um, you know, you, you mentioned a couple of players earlier, uh, James Ratcliffe, uh, Rodney Wright. I'm sorry, the two of them have passed on now, but mm. we uh, we were the, uh, the 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 local DC uh, MVDMV team. We lost to uh, okay, Magic Johnson. Obviously, was the star player for the US team, and uh, Jeff Lamb, Darnell Valentine. They had a fantastic team, but the experience was fantastic because it gave us a chance to play with one another, guys who grew up in the DMV. Now, keep in mind. When I was in high school, we did have what was called the Jell-O League. Mm-hmm. And it's still, I guess Jell-O Boys Club is still down on Wisconsin Avenue. But we were able to, uh, you know, uh, put our team, a local uh, Montgomery County team, into that league where we had an opportunity to play against, uh, you know, the inner city kids. And that helped my, my game tremendously because I was playing against, in my mind, the best players in the area. That's uh, Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. Sure. And then during the summers, uh, of course, I'd be back and play in the Urban Coalition League. Mm. And that was uh, first held down at Gonzaga High School, and then they moved it over to Dunbar. And you had mentioned something earlier. If you get there late, you couldn't get in the gym. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was packed. But I found myself uh, as a college player – and I say all this because really it, uh, exposure means everything as far as your game is concerned. But as a Absolutely. college player, I remember playing down there for a guy by the name of Chuck Taylor who had uh, Bobby Dandridge would come and play. Moses mm-hmm. Malone would play with us. Adrian Dantley. And these were, these were professional players. And here I was in college at that particular time just to get out there and play with them was fantastic and yeah. just get exposed to them. So, uh, you know, as we talk about Montgomery County, we talk about uh, you know, even uh, Oxon Hill, PG County, the exposure means so much for the development of players because uh, nowadays um, uh, it's a little different. I'm out here in Howard County and, mm-hmm. you know, these kids, uh, they play in their backyards or in their driveway, whereas I would uh, drive around and pick up four of my buddies. I said, let's go down uh, Jellif and go down Wisconsin Avenue. We got to <laughs> we got to play. We got to play against the best. Yeah. So, you know, it's just exposure. It just really uh, was very helpful to not only myself, but the Montgomery County athletes to be able to play against the best down in Jellif League and Urban Coalition League. Wow, that's really cool. My wife yeah. and I love going. We take our kids, too. They've, they've grown up going down to the Kenner League. Oh, yeah. In yeah, the Kenner summer. League, sure. Yep. And all so. that's 
all that's gotten so much larger now. Yeah. But uh, for uh, for the kids who grew out in the suburbs like mm-hmm. myself, uh, we we really wanted to play against the best competition, yeah. and we knew we had to travel to do so. Yeah, I see. I love that because it's it's. I mean, that's that competitor in you, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to play the best, you know, yes. and, and that's, that's, yeah. that's really cool to hear. Yes. Um, so fast forward, 1981, you get drafted. You're the number 25 overall pick in the NBA draft by the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, so what was that like? Do you remember your draft night? Oh, well, yeah, we had a buddy of mine, I drove over to the Capitol Center back in the day. I, and, and watched it on the big screen. And uh, I didn't realize the Celtics were going to draft me, by the way. After talking to Red Arback, he said he, he had been looking at me for quite a while. And so I was very, I mean, who? And the Celtics had just won the, the championship. And so uh, I was the second pick uh, uh, that year for them. Mm. Uh, and I had an opportunity to go to camp and really show myself uh, and, and had a real good training camp, uh, made the team. Mm-hmm. I was there for like 11 games. Uh, and our first game was against the Baltimore Bullets. Believe oh, <laughs> I remember cool. scoring on Spencer Haywood. He fouled me. Wow. I went to the free throw <laughs> line and hit a free throw shot. Uh, but at that particular time, they had a guy by the name of Danny Ainge, who's uh-huh. the, uh, uh, who's the general manager. And we had, and they have, they were stocked with guards. I mean, uh, Tiny Archibald, mm-hmm. ML Carr. Uh, I was like, wow. I remember uh, Rick Roby coming to me in practice one day and he says, you know, they should really keep you here. I mean, you, you've had a great training camp, but the numbers just didn't match. So they traded me to Chicago mm-hmm. where I played uh, with artist Gilmore, a train there for two years. And my college, uh, my college roommate and teammate, Orlando Woolrich, which was their first round pick in 81. Uh, it was great for me because I got a lot of playing time. I, got, I was thrown out there. We we weren't the team the Celtics were. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what kid would love to get out and play against the top players uh, that they dreamed about? And that, was, right. that was a dream come true for me. I wish I could have played longer. I played two years in Chicago, and then I was picked up briefly by the uh, Pacers. But, uh, but what a great experience. What yeah. a great experience that was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so then life after basketball. So what's life like now? Life is, uh, is very interesting because I still follow basketball. I don't think you can get it out of your blood. Sir, right. I tell you, no. when, you get, when you watch an NCAA game, you know, you have flashbacks like, wow, I, I would have done that. Or I uh, what? remember we we played against so and so. You know, I'm married now to kids. I live out in Howard County. I've been in the insurance business now for 25, over 25 years. Uh, I love uh, the business. It gives me an opportunity to meet people. Um, uh, my wife says I'm a people person because I got the gift of gab and I talk so much. But uh, I really enjoy that. And every once in a while, I come across uh, someone who, like yourself, knows a little bit about basketball. And we push the papers to the side, talk about basketball yeah. for like an hour. <laughs> That's great. I love That's it. Wonderful. It's, a, it's a real connective business where I get, get in touch with some folks and really enjoy my clients. Yeah. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time, you know, if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. So absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. You got that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever consider getting into coaching? Uh, for a brief minute, I was, uh, I was doing a little coaching just locally when I moved mm-hmm. back here to, uh, to Maryland. Uh, coach my nephew who actually went to Pilates by the way oh okay uh, yeah yeah so uh, I had an opportunity to see him uh, grow and see his game develop and he ended up going to paint branch also uh-huh. okay um, so I did do, I did do a little coaching but um, man I have all the respect for coaches like yourself because that is not easy <laughs> yeah and I know that you're <laughs> friends with uh with two of my former guests um Frick Frierson over there at Chapelgate who's my boss and uh Fred Brown the uh yeah. who who was a great player, obviously national champion, and then won two championships as a coach at Episcopal. Know, know them both. Yes. yes. It's a small yeah. world and a, and a tight knit fraternity and circle. So, And you got two guys who are doing, a, who have done and are doing a wonderful job, by the way, because when I get a chance to meet some of the coaches and players right now, it really is all about their, their, the, the person that you meet and mm-hmm. uh, just the bonds that you develop throughout the years. And although I haven't seen uh, Freddie in quite a while, uh, the last time we saw each other at a basketball game, we just went over and hugged each other. You know, yeah, just, yeah. You know, as an ex-athlete, ex-coach, you just have a connect there that is just a commonality. Yeah. And it's great to see still in the local basketball in the DMV. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Thank you. Um, all right. So 
I really appreciate your time today. Oh, and I clearly you still follow Notre Dame and yeah. with the coach, you know, with Mike Bray, he's a DMV guy, Damascus yeah, guy. Absolutely. Right. So, so how closely, you know, are you following Notre Dame? How uh, closely do you keep up with them? And do you ever get out? You said that you went out to, uh, went out there last February, but, or was it last February? Yeah, had, yeah last, uh, right before the pandemic. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I see Mike at least uh, once or twice a year when I go out to a game, um, and uh, I do follow, I follow Notre Dame. I, I, I you know, we've had, uh, we have, we've had a very difficult year this year. Uh, I was a little disappointed that our student body booed Mike at one of the games. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you have to be tough skinned to be in this, this coaching <laughs> business, as you probably know. Yes, you do. Yeah. Not everybody's going to like you. Right. Uh, but what a, what a, what a, uh, a treat it was to have a, a a DMV guy coached Notre Dame and Mike yeah. has, uh, Mike has been done, done such a wonderful job. I'm hoping that we can recruit more of the local products here. And I say that because we go way back for Austin Carr, Adrian Danley, mm-hmm. when we had a DC train out to Notre Dame, I'd like for us to get back to those days where we can sort of recruit some of the DMV talent. Yeah. And he, yeah. and I felt like he was doing that for a little bit. Cause I know that Grant was there. Right, Grant from DeMatha, right. Yep. So um yeah, absolutely. And you would think that with that connection, you know, he could he could get somebody. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I think uh and times have changed a lot, obviously, but I think as a recruiter, it's gotta be very tough for some schools mm-hmm. to get the talent and the uh the student body per se, the right. student also to really make those adjustments. I mean, Notre Dame players are not so much a one and done situation. They're usually there for four years. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to do that, you, you don't want to attend a school like that. You want to, you know, you're going to be there for four years and develop. So times have changed since, since this I've played. Hey, hey, look, I wasn't a one and done. I was yeah. a four and four and get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. But that's a great point as well. I mean, it, you know, and it feels like it's always changing. You know, it's yeah. just yeah, constantly changing. What, what, but change is constant. So there it you is. go. Right. All right. Um, so, Tracy, I really appreciate your time today. I have three questions for you, three quick sure. hitters, and then we're going to okay. let you get on with your day. Okay. Uh, but definitely appreciate you coming on. This has been great. I really, really have appreciated the, the, uh, the conversation and and what you bring to this and what you thank you to for the DMV. thank you for having me i've always enjoyed talking sports all yeah, the time yeah uh you're very welcome um all right so first question three favorite basketball memories mm. wow okay uh i'm going to take it back first of all to high school because um one of my biggest memories probably is a game that we actually lost my junior year we lost at Gwynn park um uh, and uh, the winner of that game went to Cole Fieldhouse. What happened is uh, we, we we played a great game. Our, our our gym was packed. People were parked all on the side of the road up on Columbia Pike. But it really, even though we lost, it really showed, I think that was a turning point with Paint Branch. It showed the community and people, wow, there, there's a team out here in Burtonsville. Wow. If you can find the school, <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a team out here with some talent. So that was a great memory. Uh, moving forward, my freshman year at Notre Dame, we went to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I had an opportunity to play as a freshman. We played the University of Maryland. Uh, I was, uh, I think it was co-MVP of that game. Uh, and we had talked about that earlier, Sherman, where it was a uh, it was a snow blizzard. And we beat the Terps then. And uh, I guess uh, if I had to pick another uh, memory uh, of, of basketball I'll move it into the pro arena when the Celtics drafted me obviously that was an exciting period of time uh, I was able to uh, participate in the flag raising uh, of their uh, world championship back in 1981 oh wow and just to be out there with Larry Bird and uh, the Chief Parrish mm-hmm. and you know Nate Archibald guys I mean it's awesome. I mean, when I when I mention the names, folks will often mention, did you play? Did you play with Larry Bird? Did you play against Dr. J, Julia Serving? <laughs> and, and the answer is yes. I mean, those were those were dreams of mine. So uh, those are great memories for me. And I, I keep them to this day. And and believe it or not, I still get a little fan mail every once in a while. They send it out to the 61 year old guy. Just just want to get his autograph. I don't know why, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I sign it and send it back. Well, how cool is that, though? <laughs> Pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. My wife, my wife, of course, didn't know me back then, and she wants to know why do people want your autograph? <laughs> yeah. like, then I have to go to YouTube and show her games on YouTube. Yeah, then she, she nods her head. She says, "Okay, I'll buy yeah. it." 
That's fun. That's great. Okay. Uh, starting five. Oh, and I meant to ask you this, and, I, and I'm sorry, I forgot to ask this when we were talking high school. So did you all win the state title your senior year? Or did you? Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that junior year, we, we lost at Glen Park, but the senior year, we, we ended up beating them to go to Coldfield's house and we won it all uh, that year. And that was really, uh, boy, that was gratifying because to get there, we had to play, you know, the DeMathas, the St. John's, mm-hmm. the Mackins, um, and then to win it, the, the B League championship, state championship was just was just the icing on the cake. So, yeah, we won it my senior year. And uh, believe it or not, I played center on that team. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But uh, but 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 it was a great experience, and it it, it was our first uh, state championship at Paint Branch, so it was really wow. really a great memory for all of us. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, Do you remember who you beat that that, that game? Oh, you know we we beat Glen Park, but then we went on to play uh, Edgewood. Oh, uh, out of Baltimore. I think, uh, yeah, you know the it's funny. I played with Charles Bradley, was drafted in uh, with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. He was their first round pick. Uh, so we were roommates in, in Boston. And then his brother, Dudley Bradley, who played at the University of North Carolina, we were teammates with the Chicago Bulls. So it was kind of interesting how, you know, we and, and they're from Maryland, obviously, yeah. how wow. things just connect one another. But we ended yeah. up winning and beating the Edgewood at Cole Fieldhouse. And uh, and that was uh, back in the day. Uh, gosh, Cole Fieldhouse, one of the best arenas to play in. Yes. As you yes. probably know, it, it was just an awesome, a great experience for us to win that championship. Yeah, I, we go to uh, in my ninth grade year, my high school actually won the state title. Oh, uh, yeah. It was still at Cole Fieldhouse at that point. Yeah. Uh, Catonsville I went to Catonsville High School oh you did okay yeah Yeah. Uh, we got back the next year to the final four and lost in the final four actually I think we went three straight years we went uh lost in the lost in the championship won the championship lost in the final four we had some couple d1 guys on that you had some good years out there Catonsville the team yes they did uh incredible coach coach uh I forgot his name now I, I can't remember. Any, any other players do you recall that went on to maybe division one? Yeah. Uh, Teron Owens went to Loyola. Okay. Um, cool. James Lewis went to, I want to say UNC Wilmington. Okay. Um, cool. But Teron was kind of the, he was, he was legit. He was very, very, very Is that good. the Loyola in Chicago? Uh, Loyola, Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Okay. He went yeah. there. Um, there was a ton of talent. A bunch of them went to some smaller schools, but Right. Uh, it was very, very uh, Dave Clark. Actually, he went to I can't remember which school he went to now, but he went he was very good as well. There was there was incredible right. talent. He was part of those teams. Yes. Yep. They're they were really good. Yeah. Um, none of them made it to the NBA. But I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people don't. So. <laughs> right. And, you know, but, you know, the thing about it also, Sherman, is we were all so close uh, prox- in proximity, really. Catonsville was nowhere, really, mm-hmm. from Burtonsville, from Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Sure. When, as you get older, you realize how close everyone is, you know, yeah. the DMV. And, Absolutely. And uh, how we just cross each other's paths, cross each other's paths. But I do remember, uh, you know, hearing about some of the players you mentioned just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the past and just yeah. reading the Washington Post. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, you know, yeah. everybody's connected somehow. And that's the beauty of basketball. You know, you never really leave it. You know, I, I pick up right. the paper today and, you know, I want to know what the local talent is doing. Yeah. And so it's great to see guys like yourself still actively involved in the game. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I love it. And I, and I love watching the thing. The other cool thing about um, like the NCAA tournament, uh-huh. uh, we were going over my, um, we did a special episode kind of picking brackets. I picked with three local coaches. Oh, did you? Um, okay. Actually coach Frierson was one of them. And okay. we kept saying, well, yeah, I'm going to pick this team. Cause there's an MIAA guy or uh, I'm going right. to go with this team. Cause there's a, right. there's a DMV guy. You, but when you put yeah. the games on yeah. these DMV guys are all over all the, over. they all, all over every roster, you know, yes. it's, yes. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm including, you know, Baltimore in that, but sure. it's, uh, sure. I mean, it's incredible. It's, it just, never ceases to amaze me how much talent is in this area. Yes. Um, and, and we're always rooting for them. And the great thing about the tournament now, I mean, last night I was watching Texas play. I fell asleep on the game. I, it was a great game. I wake mm-hmm. up this morning. I realized they lost. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, if you blink, you miss it. So yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's the beauty of the tournament. Now this is truly March madness. Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question. You're starting five NBA all time. 
Oh boy, that's that's woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go back a little bit. I, well, you know, it's funny because a lot of kids don't remember some of the, the great players, but I mean, I I would have to say starting NBA great all time. I mean, you'd have to put uh, obviously Michael Jordan there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'd have to put uh, Julius Irving mm. uh, there. Uh, if you go back a ways, you, you got to put a guy like Bill Russell there, who was mm-hmm. just obviously, a, you know, just an athlete, you know, uh, blocking shots and scoring. Um, to move it up to date a little bit, I really think, obviously, what LeBron James is doing right now is just, it's, it's unbelievable. People yeah. don't realize how tough it is to win multiple championships, you know, with different teams mm-hmm. and stay yeah. the longevity he's had in the league. And, uh, you know, I always enjoyed watching uh, guards play. And uh, I was I was very fortunate to play against Magic Johnson. And oh, yeah. he came through, you know, I'm six foot five, six, six. He's six, nine. And trying to guard him, uh, you know, with his with 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 his uncanny ability <laughs> to pass and set people up is, is very tough. So those guys are definitely. I had to say that in my starting call. I'm, I'm sure I'm leaving out a few, but I'm telling you, they, they, you'd have to consider them to be the, the starting team. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know? that's going to be a hard one to beat. Talk about Larry Bird, and I and I and I got to say, on a side note, note, Sherman, when I was in Boston, uh, Larry Bird used to get up with the rookies and shoot, uh, go to practice at 7:30 a.m. and uh, the ball would be bouncing. He'd be in there before us. He'd be shooting jump shots and working on his game. So guys like that, the discipline and yeah, obviously the best shooter I've ever played against uh, yeah. was 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 Larry. So he'd have to be there too. So so yeah. many so many great players, you know. Yo, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no right answer or wrong answer on that. Right. <laughs> or let me say, there's no wrong answers. A whole lot of right no wrong answers. Answer, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there, there's going to this 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 constant uh, discussion about the goat and uh, the greatest of all time. So I'm going to shoot this back at you and and, and ask you uh, who is your goat. Uh, MJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're the first. You're the first guest. I did. Yeah, you're the first guest to actually ask me a question on these on, on any of these. So I appreciate. Is that, that. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta um, be ready, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's it. I don't want to discredit anything that um, Kobe did or LeBron is doing or or Bill Russell, but um, MJ just had an he never lost. And I think that, that, you know, he found ways. And even like, if you, uh, for me anyway, if you think about even when he was on those bad teams, yeah, uh, where they, I mean, they almost beat the Celtics, you know, and, and he single-handedly almost beat the Celtics. I mean, he just had, for me, it was the defense. It was the, because people forget what a great defender he was too. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, and that was a, back in the day when 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 guys played both ways, offense yeah. and defense. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You could do it do it both ways. So you're yeah. you're you're right up there with that. And you know, as you say that though, I often have to pull up the YouTube videos of a guy by the name of Will Chamberlain. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Big Dipper, and so obviously he changed the game too. Sure, yeah. The way yeah. he played. So absolutely, yeah. No, Will. I mean. No. It, there, but as you said, there's been so many greats. I think that it's it for me. If I was to pick one, it's MJ. But I think that you can look at eras too, and I think that they kind of passed the baton. Um, I think you, yes. I think yeah. uh, MJ passed it to Kobe, and Kobe passed it to LeBron. Right. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, you have Wilt. You know, passing it. I mean, it, it's there's just I think there's eras, and then. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many. About to Kareem. You just, yeah. I, I was about I to say Kareem. Were, yeah. I yeah. thought you were going to say Kareem. I was, I, I yeah. Guess, I guess one of the factors, and, and I hold this discussion with other friends of mine, is the fact, uh, should a GOAT be someone who uh, won the championships uh, and had as many rings? Because you'd have to go with a Bill Russell, obviously, right. and Michael. Yeah. Or it, could it be someone who really never won a championship or didn't have as many championships, but you viewed him as one of the greatest of all times, like a maybe an Oscar Robinson. I don't know, mm. you know. Mm. So yeah, that's another great one. You got to look at. Uh, I look at the champions. Yeah, I I do look at the championships, and I try to. For me, anyway, the 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 other thing is, um, MJ never lost a title. I mean, if he right. got there, he was going to win it. Um, right. But the other factor, I always say, anyone who makes an argument 
is always making it of why someone is better than MJ. MJ, yeah. yeah so so no one ever says, well, MJ's better than Kobe because of this. It's always yeah. Kobe or LeBron is better than MJ because so they're always trying to uh-huh. he's the standard that everyone compares their guy to. No, no question. He's, he's, and he will continue to be that way. Yeah. Right. He won and he is an awesome athletic uh, yeah. player. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's funny you said, uh, you know, you have to look at the rings, but, you know, who was that? I think it was Steve Kerr was with Michael for a long time mm-hmm. there, but I wouldn't think about him as a goat. Right. Or Robert Ori. <laughs> Robert Ori right, 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 got, right, right. got, got rings on his toes at this I point. I mean, y'all got all these rings, but <laughs> yeah. what did you do, really? Yeah, he just came well, you know, big shot Bob. He just come in and hit shots, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but, I, but uh, yeah, I, I think probably a more fair question is a Mount Rushmore. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Versus yeah. the GOAT. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, there's so, I mean, it, it, there's just been so many greats. But for me, it's MJ. It's, it's yeah. uh He's the standard. Um, yeah. Everybody shoot for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yours? Um, I wouldn't say MJ. I, I really would, after looking, I would really look at uh, uh, maybe uh, a guy like Will Chamberlain, really, mm-hmm. during his era. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he was born too early, if you want to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. But this guy scored 100 points. I mean, he was unstoppable. He yeah. was unstoppable underneath. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the thing about it is uh, his teams did not beat the Celtics. They, mm-hmm. Celtics got the best of them. But as a player, he was, uh, he was like unstoppable. Underneath. Yeah. yeah. He's unstoppable. Pull up some more, pull up some more YouTube. This guy. Yeah. No, 100%. Dipper, the Dipper, <laughs> he was yeah. hard to stop. And I he's mean, done he was, stuff that he's he was done. Shaq before Shaq, put it that right. way. I mean, he was that, he was that strong and big. And uh, I think one of the things, though, Sherman, I always think about is if you have to start a team, do you do you pick a guard or do you pick a center? And so I often think like you can't teach size. So if you got a big guy underneath, you know, we're out on the playgrounds playing. You got a big guy underneath, man. You can always fill it with a bunch of guards. Yeah. But give me the center. Give me somebody who can rebound and and and, and uh, get the ball into and score. So that's true. Yeah. That's the factor. You know, and Wilt's done stuff about. that nobody's been able to replicate yet. So. Under- <laughs> Hundred points in a game. When you do that in the NBA, uh, I have to come shake your hand. Yeah, yeah. Kobe got close. Kobe. Kobe got, what did Kobe do? Eighty. I think. Eighty. Yeah. Eighty. Yeah. yeah. So he was twenty short. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He only got eighty percent of the way there. So. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh, but he was a great one too. No question. He was. Yeah. I uh, couldn't stand Kobe the player because he just was. He was almost like too good. You know, I would root against him. You know, because yeah. but but. Yeah always just you got to respect somebody in order to to root against him. you know the, the thing about Kobe that I I really admire the most is that he just like MG MJ he had that will to win when you yes. looked at him and he was just pumping his fist and he was he was making it happen so yeah. some guys just get out there and they say you're, you're not going to stop me and he he's he, he played like that also he was yeah. like MJ you know yeah Mike uh Mike because he played against him um yeah Mike Sweetney and and he shared a couple stories last oh, week nice. and and one of them was when the coach made a fatal error and started cheering because one of the this one he was on the Bulls one of the guys hit like two shots on Kobe and he said Kobe looked over and gave the coach a death stare and then proceeded to drop forty four points so he <laughs> said he, yeah he said he gave him he opened up the whole bag of tricks and he gave it all to us so. oh man I'm sure. He- Hey, look, I'm sure he's got some great stories yeah. out there with that, man. I was like, oh, man, these guys, you know, you, you definitely got the goat there, man. You, yeah. you made a good point. He's the standard, though. Everybody's yeah. comparing himself to, to MJ, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I think when all is said and done, though, I mean, we, we may have to reevaluate. I mean, can't underestimate what LeBron is doing right now. Sure, I mean, and and the longevity of it, you know. The longevity. Yeah, you I know, know he just got hurt. He's got that that high ankle hurt, sprain. Hurt and this ankle. is probably his first injury in his career. Right. And this is what, 17, 18 17, years? 17, 18 years, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in basketball, that's a, that's that's unheard of. Yeah, it's like know? three lifetimes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't you can't your body will not allow you to do but so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but he's doing it. So Okay. Um, Tracy, last question for you. Five dinner guests dead or alive. Oh, wow. And it could be people you know or don't. <laughs> okay. 
Well, you know, uh, I was talking about my high school for a while, and uh, my coach, Hank Alada, he passed away a year ago uh, yesterday. Talked to his wife, Carol, so he would definitely be up there at the top of the table. Um, Of course, my dad, of course, who passed away when I was a senior at Paint Branch, uh, who was very influential in my life, uh, actually wanted me to go to Notre Dame. And I can't imagine with, um, I wanted to actually, I don't, sorry to interrupt you on no, that's that, okay. that's um, but that must've been a, just a, a ton of weight to bear, you know, especially well, going through a recruiting process at the time you're yeah. trying yeah. to win a state title, you, you know, um, uh, a, a lot to deal with as a young man. It, it was because, you know, you're talking 17, 18 years old. And so you're watching your mom, uh, you know, go back and forth to uh, the nursing home and yet make your games at mm-hmm. the same time that night at Paint Branch. So I often heard that, you know, I had matured earlier during that time because of what I went through. And, and I, I would have to agree. Uh, and uh, and it's, it's, it's you know, it's it's it was a it was definitely a tough situation, but it also gave me a lot of uh, strength and faith in God, knowing that he was my anchor and uh, my dad believed in me and, and whether he would be with me or not, he was definitely, um, you know, he, he instilled with me a strong faith in God. And oh, so wherever beautiful. I went from here, I, I had that. And I look back on it to this day and I'm very thankful and grateful for it. Oh, um, amen. I, that, I third, that. that third chair would have to go to my mom, of course, who's still here with us at age 88. Oh, great. Uh, she, uh, she just wanted her son to make, to get off and go to college uh, something that she could not complete herself. And uh, just what an honor it was to see her uh, watch me uh, graduate out there in South Bend, Indiana mm. and move on. Um, of course, uh, I, have to, I have to include my wife. So she definitely changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> So many ways. Us married folks, we know you got to work at that past four quarters. There's overtime with that. Yeah, yeah. Every day. <laughs> every, every day. That's right. Yeah. There's no, yeah, you better no... bring your A game every day. Put it <laughs> That's that right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, sir. I do, yeah. yeah 17 you know, and a half years. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then my brother, Austin. You know, my brother was a few years ahead of me at Paint Branch. He never made the basketball team or anything like that. But he was always there to help. Uh, to critique me as I went through uh, as I went through my career and he was always there uh, helping me out as a big brother believe it or not and uh, God I just had such a support Sherman I was just I was and still I'm very blessed to have that I just wish that upon every high school athlete mm-hmm. out there that has a support system people who are for real and believe in you you know yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. that's um, beautiful really appreciate that sure all right, everybody. Uh, Tracy Jackson, thank you again, sir. You're a, a local you. legend and um, just really enjoyed this interview. I, I really, really, truly did. So uh, thank you for spending an hour with us and, and telling us all about uh, your life and um, just ask that, you know, God continue to bless you and your family. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you. you so much for this. Um, and uh, we have a great guest coming up next week. Again, a local coach, one of my favorite coaches in the area. So be sure to tune back in. Enjoy March Madness for the last couple couple sessions here. And hopefully there's no more COVID outbreaks because it's all, you know, obviously schools can be bumped as we saw what happened to VCU. Uh, and tune back in next week. Thank you, everybody. Take care.